you had a poster of a white Jesus and you slapped <laughs> the white Jesus. What was yes, that about? Yes, I did. Many of the Europeans have used the Bible to empower themselves and to deprive our mothers and fathers and grandmothers and grandfathers of truth. Welcome to The Father State. I am Jesse Lee Peterson. The Father State is on Patreon. So click on the Patreon description to support our work. I absolutely appreciate it. And don't forget to like, follow, subscribe as well. I have with me today, Pastor Gino Jennings. He is the founder of the first church of our Lord Jesus Christ in Philadelphia. Pastor uh, Jennings, thank you so much for being with me. Thank you for having me, sir. First, I... um. I want to ask, were you called by God or did you go to school, Pastor? No, I never went to school to minister. Uh, the Lord dealt with me years ago, and that's how I end up in the ministry. Amazing. And how long have you been doing this ministry? I've been pastoring for 37 years. I've been preaching for about 43 years. That's amazing. And so are you married and with a family? And all oh, that? yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm married and my wife and I have seven kids. That's amazing. That's the way it should be. Are you the head of your wife? Oh, yes. You're the head of your wife. I, I haven't met a man in a long time who just said, oh, yes, <laughs> I'm the head of my wife. Especially pastors. Yes, sir. So that's good to know. Um, do you believe that human beings are in a fallen state? Human beings have been in a fallen state for a long time. I believe that when the human family start to reject God and reject the purpose of God, that's the beginning of the downfall of humanity. Yeah. It goes back to what you said about the head of your home or the head of your house. God's supposed to be the head of creation. So if we fail to recognize God for who he is and what he is and stray away from the straight path that he purposed for us. Man have no other choice but to fall. And how did the fall happen? In the book of scriptures, it talks about the disobedience of Adam. And when Adam first transgressed against the will of God, man been falling ever since. And even though God's have sent prophets and messengers in the scriptures to turn people back to him, the human family just have this desire to go a whole different direction opposite from what God purposed for them to go. Yeah. And each generation, each generation get worse than the other. That's amazing. And uh, is it because of the pride of man that he won't, turn back to the father i often say pride is the downfall of man he's he become very arrogant he has allowed himself to become self-righteous the nature of many men not all but many once they get a hold of a few dollars <laughs> yeah he almost turned to a beast in fact he feels as though he have no reason to pray he feels as though there is no power or authority higher than himself because he has made his money, his wealth, his prosperity, 
and his notoriety have took the place of the reality of God. And to my sad regret, this mentality has stepped in churches. And this is why churches also have become nothing but entertainment centers more than houses of God. What is the beginning uh, of turning back to God, to the Father? How, what would one have to do in order to turn back? Well, if you're familiar with the book of scriptures, it says in the book of Chronicles that if my people which are called by my name would humble themselves and pray, as you mentioned, is pride a man's downfall. Humility, of course, is opposite of pride. And it is hard for people to humble themselves. It is hard to get people to be humble enough to apologize to you, yeah. to one another, just for wronging each other. So imagine God is requiring for us to be humble and repent, to do his will. Uh, it is so hard for man to accept the fact he is wrong. Them are the three words that many men find difficult to come out of their mouth. I am wrong. Yeah. So, in, you know, God said that we must be born again yes. uh, of the spirit. And how does that take place? I mean, how, you, I know you have to humble yourself and admit you're wrong. And then mm -hmm. what happens after that? Well, the book of Scripture teaches us in the third chapter of the book of John, verily, verily, I say unto you, except a man is born of the water and of the spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. And when one is born of the water, they will obey Acts 2.38, repenting of their sins and being baptized in the water in the name of Jesus Christ. And then they have to, of course, wait on the Lord to fill them with the spirit. The spirit of the Lord, of course, is not something that no preacher can give you. Right. It is a gift that comes from God. And when God deem it necessary, then God will fill you with the spirit. And once you're born again of God, is it possible to sin? Oh, yes. And, and why is that possible? Because when one is born again of God, just the phrase alone, being born again, if we go back to our own process and our natural birth, once we come into the world, we have to learn how to walk. And before we walk, we are carried. Before, and then after we're carried, we begin to crawl. Then after we crawl, we learn to walk. But even when we learn to walk, we fall, we stumble, we trip until we master the ability of walking on our own. It's the same process with God. Nobody can serve God the way, the way God requires unless they learn the book of scriptures, which are the lessons of God. In the midst of our learning process, mistakes will be made. Failure will take place. But those mistakes, one must be humble enough to correct them. Those mistakes, when we fall, one must be humble enough to uh, admit their failures so by the grace of God they can rise. Should they admit it to God or to someone else? If I wrong you, then I should correct that thing with you. Right. Uh, if I correct that thing with you, then that is pleasing in the eyes of God. And so have you been born again of the Spirit of God? Yes, sir. And do you still sin? Oh, yes. And what type of sin do you commit? Uh, I, there are things that I, I, a good example, I'm a musician. Amazing. And uh, I know it's wrong <laughs> to love jazz music uh, because it's contrary to the book of scriptures. But 
I will never deny the fact certain jazz musicians I like. I played piano for over 45 years. So I'm familiar with the Oscar Petersons and the Art Tatums and uh, those who mastered the keys. But I will never justify myself by saying uh, it is right because I want to do it. And this is what a person should never do. They should never look at their position and say, well, because of who I am, I'm right because of what I want to do. No, all unrighteousness is sin. And so is it a sin to like music, jazz music? It's not a sin to like music, but it's a sin to like the music that's against the will of God. The book of scripture says, love not the world neither the things that are in the world. So we as the people of God are commanded by the principle of scripture to hate those things that are contrary to the will of God. Jazz, blues, R&B, and all that stuff, that's not spiritual songs. It's not spiritual music. And certainly uh, the hand of God is not moving within that music. So therefore, not by any means can one honestly say that music endorses the things of God. Is there a difference in playing gospel music as opposed to jazz music? <clears throat> There's a big difference. And what's the, the difference? Is, uh, well, in Leviticus 10.10, 10, it says, put a difference between holy and unholy, clean and unclean. It's a very good question you ask. In today's music world, you can't hardly tell the difference. Right. Uh, if there's a difference between being a sinner and a child of God, there should be a difference not only in character or look, but it should be difference in the music. Gospel music, as many call it, I should not be able to slow drag to it. I should <laughs> not be able to break dance to it. I should not be able to uh, get into a mood to make love to my wife. But if you look at the so-called gospel music today, it's played in clubs. They dance to it. They pop their finger to it because the so-called churches today don't see a difference. In fact, many of them don't feel as though that it's supposed to be a difference. The only thing they're looking at is can I make money off both sides from church and from the world, from my music. But there have to be a difference. If God is God, then my music should represent him, just like the devil is the devil, and the world music clearly represents him. Yeah. So the Bible says that salvation is of the heart. What does that mean? Well, one's heart must have a desire to walk with God and obey God for the term of salvation just simply mean to be delivered from. If the heart is the most deceitful thing, like the scripture says, and is desperately wicked, then our heart need to be saved or delivered from the poison of our emotions that cause us to think or feel that we're just contrary to the will of God. You um, So it's a change of the heart that salvation is about, right? The first thing that must change is one's mind. For a person's heart don't change until they process of thinking change. But and when their mind change, then what they feel begin to change. 
change. And when that begin to change, then they are put into action what God tell us to do, how to be born again. Do you have anger? Oh, yes. You have anger? Of course. Yes, sir. How is it possible to have anger and be a son of God? Very easy. Being a son of God or being one of the children of God, God is our father. <laughs> Even God has anger. The scriptures tells us what kind of anger to have. The scripture says, be angry, but sin not. You know and I know that it is the nature of our flesh where sin get mixed with our anger. But the scriptures teaches us to have disciplined anger. In other words, if I'm angry with you and doing something, as a child of God, my anger should not push me into cussing you out, wanting to be violent with you. It's just like me and my wife. We may get angry and have a dispute, but my anger is not going to drive me to put my hands on my wife. My anger is not going to drive me to smack my wife. My anger is not going to drive me to jump my wife's face like she's a man. So one should be disciplined in their anger. Not a sin to be angry is a sin to allow your anger to drive you into uh, like a mad animal, like a wild person. But I noticed that God's when God speak of anger, anger, his anger is is discernment. It's not like human beings anger. I've noticed that any male that has anger is a woman because uh, he's become like his mother, taking mm -hmm. on her identity and. In relationships, they are not able to help the woman overcome their anger because they have her identity. You become like whomever you're angry at. And because we are born through the woman and the woman um, hate the father of the children or hate her mother and father, she turned the kids away from the father and they become emotional like her. And that's where that anger comes from. And mm -hmm. it's not normal for men to have anger being a logical when women are illogical. And so what I've noticed is that the men who go and forgive their mother, say, hey, I'm sorry for hating you for turning me away from my father and forgive the father for not protecting them from the mother. They tend to overcome that and they have discernment. They see what's wrong, but they don't hate it. They deal with it, but they don't hate it. They discern it. Am I wrong in that? Uh, well, I disagree from the perspective that men don't have anger. Well, they do have it, but they got it from their mother. You become like whomever you hate. Um, in some cases, undoubtedly, that is correct. But then you have some cases where certain behaviors are learned behaviors. There are some mothers are very passive. And then the father is very militant, very violent, and very abusive. And some men have picked up that behavior where they are very abusive, physically abusive to their own wife. But yet their mother, totally the opposite. So I guess it, it varies depending upon the parent. There are some men raised by, as you know, a single parent. And the mother have to take on the role of mother and father. So with many young men, as they begin to grow and become into their own, uh, sometimes, sadly enough, they make the mistake of stepping to their mother like they're stepping to a man. And then the mother have to uh, bring him back in check. And sometimes bringing him back in check is not 
being nice at all times, but being very disciplined and harsh if need be uh, to put him back in his place. So there's different levels of anger expressed in different manners. But I've noticed that the men who are, as you said, uh, abusive to their wives. Yes. They, it's because they, are, they have married their mothers. They are, because you become like what you hate, you become subject to what you hate. And unless they overcome their mother, every woman they get involved with is their mothers. And just as they could not handle their mothers, they can't handle their wives. And you mm -hmm. know how, uh, how um, deceitful women can be. They'll pretend to be innocent when they're really being abusive with the man, but they'll share some tears and pretend that it's the man. And so those men who seem to be abusive are really dealing with abusive mama, and they can't deal with it. It just the woman has a way of making herself look like a victim rather than the victimizer and it make the man look bad. And so it's because he's married to his mama. But if he forgive his mother for hating her for what she's done, then God will forgive him and give him back his nature. He will return the man to the father. Then a woman can't manipulate like that. Well, I, I agree, but I can't make a blanket statement and categorize all men. Uh, to be in the same way. In my 37 years of pastoring and counseling and dealing with so many uh, different situations, I've dealt with cases where uh, young men, uh, their behavior was very brutal, very violent, very mean. And as I began to further investigate into matters, it was behavior that they learned from their father and not their mother. Uh, their mother was the victim of such physical brutality, jaw broken, arm broken, leg broken. So uh, their sons, every relationship they got into, they started to do the same thing to women that they knew as their father done to their mother. Their mother was Totally the opposite. But that's, and the reason the fathers are like that with their mothers because those fathers have married their mothers and it just goes on from generation to generation. And, okay. and, and the women are not honest. They're not going to tell you, you know what, son, your father loved you. He, he just couldn't handle me. I was so wicked and, and deceitful. He couldn't handle me and I drove him to violence. And it was really me that caused that. And yes, the men are weak because they have not overcome the mothers. But uh, it's the women who are driving the men. It's generation after generation keep repeating it because they keep marrying their mothers rather than overcoming their mothers so they don't be attracted to that kind of a woman. Well, are, are, are you feel so if men that are in that predicament, you feel as though that any man that is in that predicament, that is uh, his situation that he's marrying his mother. Because I do agree that some men are what I call mama boys. They, they don't have the stability. They right. don't have the soundness. They don't have the discipline. So instead of looking uh, for a strong woman, they look for someone to replace their mother or to fulfill that which they never had. Every man that has anger is his mother. And there are some women who are more aggressive than others. No such thing as a strong woman, by the way. But there are some that are more aggressive than others. So there are some mothers who seem all meek and humble and nice. 
and there are those who are blatantly out of control. But the spirit is the same in their both. The nice one is just a little more cunning with her destruction, (laughs) (laughs) whereas the loud one is more obvious with it. But it's the same spirit. Mm -hmm. Uh, Do you agree with me that women don't have love? Because these guys, because they hate their mothers, they're trying to get love from women, and women don't have love. Uh, I don't, again, I don't indict or cannot indict every female and say they don't have love. Have you ever met one that had love? That have love? Yes. Oh, yes. My mother was a very loving woman. But did she uh, love her husband or her father? Oh, yes. If they my grew mother, up close to their fathers, loved, then yes. Yes, my mother loved her father dearly. My mother loved uh, my father, which is her husband, dearly. And I wouldn't, I don't say that just because it's my mother. I, I witnessed it. She lived it. Uh, my wife, a very loving woman. My wife loved her father. And my wife, and loving your father and loving your mother in a lot of ways teaches you how to love your husband and how to love your wife, yeah. uh, because it's the process of observation. Why has the world of, said that women have love when women don't have it? What is that now? Why have the world promoted a woman's love when a woman's love is not real love, it's hate? It, what makes make, you feel as though that the woman love is hate? Because if you notice, a mama's love would kill you. It's, it's up and down. It based on how you made her feel. Is, mm-hmm. is she like you as long as you're catering to her? And when you don't cater, she hates you. She want to control you, right? It's up and down, and that's what hatred is. It's all emotional, and it's based on how you make me feel, what you do for me. And if you don't, like a mama, for example, a mother could be jealous of her son's wife, and she would, she would move to West Hell with the son. Let's say she hates... West Hell, right? I never want to live in West Hell. And then the son get married and start his family. All of a sudden, the mama went, oh, I think I want to go to West Hell, too. I like West Hell, right? And she'll move in and destroy her son's marriage by telling her how bad his wife, him how bad his wife is. She would turn his children away because she loved the control that she has over her son that she caused him to become her husband or her boyfriend. Well, she would run her own husband out of the house and make her son her husband. Out of this well, perhaps that, that, that is true has. in some cases, but uh, thank God I, uh, my mother never was like that. My, my wife's mother uh, never was that type of woman. Would you let her move either. in your house, your wife's mother or your mother? What is that now? Would you let your mother or, or your wife's mother live in your home with you? If it came down to that and they uh, needed a roof over their head, I most certainly would welcome my mother here. And if my mother-in-law was still living, I certainly will welcome her here. Are you able to correct your mother when she's wrong? Will you see her being wrong? Will yes. you see her playing yes. the devil's uh, act? If, if my mother's wrong, she's not the type of woman who do not accept correction. She not only accepts correction, she respects correction. Good, man. Um, what do you think of the order of God? Do you believe in that order? Oh, yes. I believe the order of God is infallible. The order of God is perfect. And the order, order of God does not compromise yeah. with us. That's right. Many men, for some reason, try to 
approach God the way they approach each other. We may compromise. We may have flexibility. We may bargain. We may negotiate. <clears throat> you can't do that with God. If God says something, I often say it is God's way or no way. Yes. God don't move. He's not going to bargain with us. He's not going to come down to our level for he have made us to reflect his character. He have made us to reflect his thinking. He have made us to reflect his standards. And in order for man to reflect these things, man have to learn the ways of God and take on the intelligence of God and so he can obey God. What do, you, what do you think about the order of God in Christ, Christ in man, man over woman, and woman over children? I have no problem with that. And, and that, that is the order God, God right? is the head. Yeah. And then God made man in his image. Yeah. And then from man, God made the woman. And then he told the woman to be fruitful and multiply. So the order that you mentioned is, is scripturally. That is the order of God. Amazing. What is a man... What is that now? What besides the physical aspect of a man? Uh, what is a man? Oh, very good question. You know, I try to get through to these young brothers that a man is not just when you become an adult or start getting little facial hairs and start getting muscles and your voice start to change. A true man is when one obeys God. Because if we are made in the image of God, our true manhood is when we submit to God. Because a person is a man in age, but yet he has this hate and this rejection towards God. You're not a man. Because you begin to live like an animal and you begin to act like an animal and you begin to act that way towards your fellow man. So a real man is one that reflect the intelligence of God. He will respect God first and foremost, and that knowledge of God will cause him to respect not only himself, but respect his surroundings as well. In the Bible, it says that if a man says that he's been born again of God and he sins, he is a liar. The truth is not in him. For mm -hmm. this reason, Christ came that we might not sin, because sin is of your father, the devil. Exactly. And so if, if, if men and women are saying that they are born of God and they're still sinning, are they lying? If a man sin, a good example, the prophets in the Bible, sin is disobedience. Any form of disobedience is sin. When God told Moses to speak to the rock, Moses smote the rock. He was disobedient. He sinned. But he didn't lie. A lie is when someone tells something which is false. So when one says when one is born in God, they do not commit sin. One have to get to that point where they master the laws of God and the instructions of God so they don't commit sin. Because the book of scripture says, strive to enter in at the straight gate. Well, for me, reached the point in God where I don't sin. If I'm still striving, then I have not yet reached the mark of perfection or completion in God. So therefore, man will error. 
man will fall short all down through the Bible. Prophets have erred. And in fact, even some of the apostles have erred. So when the Bible says they will not sin, that's when a person have gotten to a point they have mastered the standard of God and have mastered the will of God so they don't sin. What is love? The true definition of, of love is God. The true definition of love is God. Um, oh, yes. Uh, and so the difference between men and women of what? Is what? The book of scripture says the head of every woman is the man. That doesn't mean that man is woman's dictator. But that simply means that man was created first and then the physical body of the woman was created afterward. Uh, man is made to put forth woman is made to bring forth so to bring forth what children oh, life okay. yeah you see man put forth and woman bring forth it's not that, like the way society is trying to do it now they're trying to get man to bring forth and should she obey her husband oh yes she should what's wrong obey with her husband but the problem with society today a lot of men have made it difficult for the woman to obey them because of the way the man conducts himself. A woman can't get beat up by her husband then expect for the husband to respect him, respect her, and obey him. A preacher can't cuss his wife out and beat his wife and then run around after a bunch of women. They can get up in the pulpit and jump and shout and scream, then expect for his wife to be in what you call the amen corner. So, yes, even though the Bible required that the woman obey the man, the man should conduct himself where she, he gives the woman something to respect that's fit to be obeyed. But how can a man... Um direct a woman in the right way when she's driving him to do those things. But that is not in all cases, brother. To say, to indict the female at large and say she's causing him to do all these things is like saying a man don't have a mind of his own. But a man don't just wake up in the morning and decide, well, coming home from work, let me go home and beat my wife. I have nothing better to do, right? It is the spirit of evil that's coming through the woman that's causing a man to do that. Am I right about I that? I disagree, brother. Not in all cases. i give you a good example. In the scriptures, Joseph, the son of Jacob, uh, was in his master's house. And Joseph's master's wife found Joseph attractive. She started pursuing Joseph. And because Joseph would not give in to her pursuit, she lied on Joseph to her husband and say, you brought a Hebrew in to mock us. She couldn't accept rejection. So therefore, it wasn't because Joseph was leading her on. Joseph was rejecting her proposal. So every time a man become disrespectful, outlandish, foolish, arrogant, violent towards the female, you cannot make <clears throat> a sweeping indictment <laughs> and say the woman is the cause of all of his problems. Let me let me ask, is it true? <laughs> is it true that everybody that's born of the woman is dying, uh, uh, but those who are born of the spirit of the father are living? Death have more than one meaning. 
there's the death far as in the grave and there's dead uh, to sin meaning dead to the performance of the act of sin <clears throat> and then there there's being dead in sin you just made up in your mind you're going to live the foolish life you want to live and the scripture says she that live in pleasure is dead while she lives Living for God brings about life and death. It brings about death to yourself because you must die daily to your own fleshy appetite, your own fleshy will, your own fleshy desire. You must die out to that so you can live in a manner that God wants you to live. So living for God is life and death. So is it true, though, that those who are born of the flesh are dying and those who are born of the spirit are living? Meaning that... All those who are born through the woman are dying, but when you're born of the Father, you're living. That's what it means that you must be born again. You got to overcome. You got to be born of the Spirit in order to live, because if you're just born of the flesh, you're dying. Well, that's true. It is written, they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh, and they that are after the Spirit, the things of the Spirit. If we just pursue those things that are carnal and fleshy, it will, we will self-destruct. It will kill us. But if we pursue the things of God and live according to his law, then yes, we will live and have life. Should um, a man ever listen to a woman? Yes. And it, is, it doesn't Why is nothing. it that every time a man listens to a woman, he suffers? That is not so, brother. It depends upon what <laughs> kind of woman he's listening to. Do you ever because listen to your wife? Oh, yes. And you take her advice? Oh, yes. Have if, you noticed every time she me, gave it to you, it was the wrong advice? What's that now? Have you noticed that every time you listen to her and taking her advice, it doesn't work out well? It never, it never happened to me. <laughs> <laughs> listen, I would not want a woman that I can't listen to at times. You can listen uh, to her, but don't teacher, take her advice. The first teacher of the child is the woman. The woman teaches the child before the father does. Right. The lessons of the child begin before the child comes from the womb. The lessons of the child begin while the woman is carrying the child because she teaches the child based upon the way she conducts her own self and how she carries her own But body. that's why the father should take over once the child is about three years old. Then the father teach the child until the child's of age, 18 Well, or so. I agree that the fathers should teach the child, right. but many of the fathers need teaching themselves. Right. They got to overcome mama. Should a, woman be, <laughs> should a woman be in politics? It's a choice. There are, there are positions in politics, whether it's man or woman, that can be beneficial to the community, beneficial uh, in the capacity where she works. So it's a choice when you, de it depends upon what area of politics, as long as her political affiliation does not call her or cause her to go against God in any form. So as long as she is not, if I'm here, you correct it, correct, correct it. As long as she's not leading in politics, she could be the secretary. Make the coffee, but oh no, 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 not necessarily. Because you have in the scriptures, you have a queen by the name of Sheba. A queen is a leader, so it isn't a sin for a woman to lead. But in a queen, politics. a queen follows a leader, though she's not leading the man; she's following him. She's obeying him. Well, she do both. She follow and she lead. 
because if she have men that is in that kingdom, those men are subject to the law, to the laws and the rules that the queen implement if there is no king. Should a woman be a preacher, pastor, minister, reverend? Should a woman allow to be a preacher? The Bible does not justify a woman preaching in any form. It is written, I suffer not a woman to teach nor the use of authority over the man, but to be in silence with all subjection. So women preachers and things of that manner is not in the scriptures. So you're saying she should not be one there? No, she should not. Uh, I, I want to ask you about uh, Jesus. Yes, sir. Who is Jesus? Jesus was the manifestation of God in flesh. He was the son of God meaning the servant of God or the sacrifice that was offered for the sins of humanity. Is he God? The flesh was not God, but the spirit that was in him, that was God. Okay. And because if, if, if the flesh was God, then that would make the Catholics' religious propaganda correct that Mary was the mother of God and God don't have no mother because God have no beginning and God have no ending. When um, I saw a, a, a video of yours, you, you were given a sermon, and you had a poster of a white Jesus, and you slapped <laughs> a white Jesus. What was yes, that about? Yes, I did. Why, why was that? Well, basically, through the years, pictures is a form of religious propaganda. Our uh, ancestors, are, we are a product of slavery. And many of the Europeans have used the Bible to empower themselves and to deprive our mothers and fathers and grandmothers and grandfathers of truth. So therefore, they have took scriptures and used it to their advantage and used it to the disadvantage who was not scripturally educated. Uh, so the European have took uh, the pictures and said, this is Jesus, a white Jesus, a white Jesus everywhere. So this, when I came up in my home, it was guaranteed there going to be a picture of a so-called white Jesus, John F. Kennedy, and Martin Luther King. Oh, yeah. I call, I call them the earthly trinity. And this uh, vision or view of a white man supposed to be Jesus having empowered the white races society. So what religion have done, the European slave master have used that image to hold in front of people of color for years, making them believe that it is the will of God that you bow to anything that is white. So if they bow to Jesus, they find it very easy to, die, to bow to white bigotry, white racism, and then accept white hatred as the will of God. So my objective was, and my objective is, to destroy the image that have been plaguing religion for years. And if you go into churches today, you find that image in the Bibles. You find that image on your stained windows. You find that image on crosses. You find that image all over the place. Are so you if saying you that Jesus it, was not white? 
this, if you look at the region where Jesus came from, was not a region where white brothers and sisters was from. Jesus come from an area where people was of color. So are you saying that he was not white? He was not white. Not and there are some black people who think that Jesus was black. Was he black? He came from a region of people of color. Was he black? His skin tone, whether he was black. Um, when I say black, whether he was dark, light, brown, I don't know. But yes, Jesus did come from a region of people of color, black people. So you're saying Jesus wasn't of color white, but he was of no, color. No, he was not. But he was of color black. Yes, he was. Um, when I was growing up, and I grew up under the Jim Crow laws and all that stuff, Yes, and sir. we didn't have any picture of Martin Luther King or Kennedy or Jesus in our home because mm -hmm. we were told that Jesus was uh, a spirit, but he came from the, he was Jewish, of the Jewish descent. Yes. And that's neither black nor white. Why mm -hmm. would a black person think that Jesus was black when he wasn't black? Well, what you're talking about is the spirit. The spirit of God is not black. Right. But white. Jesus was Jewish. He came from right. the Jewish, the Jewish background. The Jewish part was the flesh that come from the house of David, from the tribe of Judah. But they weren't but black, the spirit, though. Excuse me? They weren't black. Well, they were not. Uh, the Jews were not uh, a white-skinned people. The Jews were people of color. Jesus, the region where he come from, was a region of people of color. Now, when you talk about the spirit of God, the spirit of God is of no color. For the book of scripture says Christ was in the prophets. So the spirit of Christ that was in the prophets, no color. Should the blacks be, a, should the blacks be allowed to uh, create a black image of God and hang that in the wall, on the wall? I would not encourage of no one to make an image of God of any form because God says make no image of me. Like I said, the flesh and blood that was the Jew, that was not God. What was in Jesus, that was God. I wanted to ask you about, real because time is going by so fast. Um, yes, sir. America was founded and created and became the best country on this side of heaven by white people. Are you surprised at the attack upon white people today? By the people, by the blacks and others, it's like they are just trying to destroy the people who welcome them into their home. Are you surprised by that? Uh, no, I'm not surprised at the violence at all. Uh, America was not founded by white people. You said it was not. Native Oh, no. The Native American was here when the white man came here. But it wasn't America. The Natives just sitting around smoking pot and fighting one another. They weren't doing anything. They, hadn't, they just lived here without even, they were so high, they didn't even know where they were. Right. But it doesn't change the fact to say that the white man was the first, should I say, original man of America is incorrect. Because for you to be the original then no one can be here before you. But you can the have first to admit one that of... was here was the Native American who were people of color. And then the The Native American color too? Excuse me? You said the Native American was people of color? The Native American was all of all kind of skin colors. 
But you got to admit that if it wasn't for white people, there would be no America. It would just still be dry land, people living in tents, smoking pot. Oh, I'm, I, I agree that uh, white people have helped develop this country. And white people have also contributed to the chaos of this country. How do you Just know like that? every other ethnic group that's in this country have contributed to the development of this country, but have also contributed in some form to the chaos of this country. Um, I've noticed that not all, not all, but most black people today are very destructive. Everything they touch turned to dust. If they move into white communities, which are really nice, and white people leave, they'll turn that into a ghetto. If they take over your business, or if they take over the government, or if they see if they take over anything, they turn it into a ghetto. Why is that? The mindset of some of our brothers and sisters is a very brutal mindset. Uh, to my sad regret, some priorities are just wrong. Uh, many of our children were not properly educated by parents yeah. because you have, and what I mean is this, some ethnic groups teach their children how to save, develop, start businesses. It was like that when I was growing up. Absolutely. To be, yes, to be productive. Uh, now, you can be taught that, but uh, that teaching doesn't do you no good unless you value that lesson and then apply it to self, yeah. regardless of what color you are. Our black brothers and sisters, to make a sweeping indictment and say that all are lazy, no. Well, not all, because not all, not all, but most. And I noticed that no, most black Many people of them, many of them was taught right, came from disciplined families, came from being taught correct. But to my sad regret, Many just did not value the teaching. They value street more than teaching. Well, they that's because they had no love. And those mothers don't have love and the fathers are not around because you can give them the world, but if they don't, you don't give them love growing up, they have nothing. And so they well, were growing up Well, I agree. In some with, cases, in many cases, the father was not around. Right. In many and, cases, the mother uh, was uh, not loving. But what right. about the situations where mothers were loving? And the fathers were around and still some of the children become products of evil and mayhem. Because behind closed doors, the mother is running the father and the children and they look holy <laughs> when they walk out. I got to ask you, but it's not the real deal. The love comes from the father, not from the mother. My mother's love destroy a father's love build. And so even if there are there is a father in the home, if he's not the head of his wife, if she's not getting the love from him, which come from God and passed out to the children, because the mother's love comes from below, it is destructive. So even if they do have two parents and the mother is giving that love that comes out of hell, the kids still not going to be able to function. What do you think about Black Lives Matter? Black Lives Matter, the slogan is true, but it is very narrow the way it's presented. Yeah. What I mean is this. I was on another talk show and I said these words. It is hypocritical for black brothers and sisters to flood the streets when a black person is killed by a white cop. But yet the same anger, the same frustration is not produced on the same scale when black 
may kill each other. Yep. If black lives matter, then a man should not be beating his woman. If black lives matter, yeah. then our black brothers should not desert their families. If black lives matter, our black brothers should be willing to work and take care of their children and not go on a baby-making spree and then refuse to take care of any of them. Are you surprised, as I am, that in today's black America, that they would even follow a bunch of fat, black, radical lesbians? The Black Lives Matter organization it was founded by a bunch of a bunch of fat, black, radical lesbians who hate God, who hate the nuclear family, who hate unborn children. They are trained Marxists. They have said that themselves. Are you <clears> surprised <throat> to see black people following those kind of folks? No. You're not surprised? Not at all. Why not? Because if you look at the nature of the human family, many of them will follow evil before they are followed good. Yeah, absolutely. Because evil works in favor with our carnal way of thinking and good work against our way of thinking, which is God who demands us to make a change. So no, I'm not surprised. What do you think of the great white hope? I don't look at no white person as a great white hope. I the, believe Donald Trump. Hope. You know who the great white hope is, right? <laughs> The so-called great white hope was nothing but a farce. Uh, one thing I did, I do say about Trump, he showed his true colors. What do you mean by that? He, he spoke openly what Republicans been saying behind closed doors. Uh, he was open about his ignorance. He was open about his hatred. He, was, he reminded me of the Klansmen from the 30s and the 20s and the 40s who wore their sheets openly and paraded down streets. So the internal hatred that many of the Republicans have towards people of color, Donald Trump just voiced it. That's amazing. Openly. Are you a Democrat? I'm not a Democrat and I'm not a Republican. Did, so you didn't vote for the Great White Hope? No, I didn't, I didn't vote for none of them. Donald Trump showed his true color by showing real love to America and to the world. If you notice under Donald Trump, the great white hope, everything got better. Jobs, uh, uh, people able to buy homes. Um, he sh tried to shut down the border and almost did, but he didn't have enough time to finish it. Uh, no wars. Everything got better under the great white hope. And to me, that what, that's what love is. Uh, uh, unlike uh, this guy, Joe Biden and uh, Barack Obama, and all the people, they brought in hate and nearly destroyed the country by taking away <laughs> all those things rather than providing. So why well, brother, do you I, see Donald Trump as hate when he demonstrated love and, no, and, not, and not, you didn't Donald see that? Donald Trump did not demonstrate love. He was like all. a real father. Love, like the book says, God is love. Donald so Trump one, demonstrated God's love, though. Oh, no, no, no. Donald Trump did not demonstrate God's love whatsoever. If you're going to demonstrate God's love, you demonstrate it across the board. You can't have three and four wives that demonstrate God's love. You cannot. Uh, he, didn't like he didn't have a one life. He didn't have a one wife. You can't talk as if the female is nothing more than something that should be fondled at will. What do you mean by that? What do you mean by will. that? Well, if you remember when he when they played the excerpt of him was on the bus talking about the pageant he used to be head of, 
the beauty pageant, and what he say that he, uh, you know, what he loved to do with the women, and he say how he can't help himself. If that's the love of God, you can keep it. But he never said that. Because his ideology that's of not what he said. is very cheap, very worthless, and no good. He never said that. He said that if you're famous, that women would let you do that. He never said he wanted to do that. Well, oh, he said that, that he said that he, he doesn't. He loved to do it. No, he never said he, he, he would love to do it. He said they would let you do it. Have you ever had... When you are just around men before you came real holy, have you ever had talk about what you would do to a woman? Oh no, you never I wasn't raised that way. Oh, no. let me ask. Listen, brother, you, I wasn't. I wasn't allowed uh, for such. Even when you're around men, you didn't talk about what you would do to a woman if you could. What's that? When you were before you got married and you were out there being a slap maker, you never talk about what you would do to a woman. No, sir. Amazing. I wasn't raised that way. Uh, you said Donald Trump is a racist. What is racism? The hatred of any group of people because of the color of their skin or the contents of their character. But there's no one like that. Uh, there's no such thing as racism. Racism has never existed. It, it, no such thing as racism, sexism, homophobia, and, and what makes Islam you think racism or, or Debbie Dadism or white supremacism or anti-Semitism? It's either good or evil, right or wrong. You are either okay. of your daddy devil, so that makes you evil, or you're right. of God, and that makes you good. Of God, right? God is good. So okay. this word racism is made up in order to divide and conquer. It's not real. It's either evil or good. There's no such thing as racism. So how do you define a black man being hung by a white man? Is that an act of evil? Yes. Is he acting out what he feel? It's evil. He feel evil. And, He's and his evil, now evil come under many headaches. But it's still evil though. And any I human agree. Being, I agree 100%. So why call it racism instead of calling it evil? Because any human being who has an iota of anger is evil. Anyone that has anger is evil. That's why you must. Be I born. totally disagree. You know, God said before you enter into the kingdom of heaven, you must go and forgive. And then I agree. you can enter in. And the reason you can't enter in with anger is because it's of your father, the devil. You have Satan. All nature. anger, all anger, brother, all it, anger, sir, is not evil. of your father, the devil. Yes, it is. Scriptures give permission, but to not be that angry. kind of anger. I gotta the, heat up this this. This debate put you on the hot seat. Yes, sir. All right, folks, I need to put my guests on the hot seat. I need you to answer these questions as quickly as possible, all right? Yes, sir. The hot seat. Do you love the great white hope, Donald Trump? I love Donald Trump. Have you ever smoked pot? Never smoked pot. Is anger a sin? That depends upon what you do with that anger. True or false, historically, Democrat, uh, Democrats are the, are the party of slave, slavery and the, and the KKK. Both parties are. No, true or false, historically, Democrats are the party of slavery and the KKK. Um, both parties were slave keepers. Is, is Jesus God or the Son of God? Jesus was the Son of God and the spirit that was in Jesus was God. Have you ever had sex out of wedlock? No, sir. Uh, are black people genetically superior to whites? 
No. No race is superior to another. Does Barack Obama promote good or evil? He promoted both. Um, true or false, if a man has sex with more than one woman, is he a slut maker? A slut maker? <laughs> yes. He's a whoremonger. <laughs> he is a whoremonger. True or false, if a woman has sex with more than one man, is she a slut? She's very loose. <laughs> are Extremely you, loose, just like the man. Are we living in the end times? Yes, we are. I really, really appreciate it, man. Did you have fun? I enjoyed myself, brother. Nice. Tell the folks how they can reach you, how they can listen to your church services or whatever you're doing. Well, you can go to our website, www.truthofgod.com. Uh, it's very popular. It, it is, it is uh, most people are very familiar with it. And it uh, gives you all the information in reference to the first church of our Lord Jesus Christ that is seen worldwide. Pastor Gino Jennings, folks, thank you all. And thank you so much for tuning in, all right? Uh, for thank you for being on today. Thank you all thank for you tuning so in. Don't forget to like, follow, tweet, subscribe, share. And visit our merch store. We have an amazing store on there. Check it out, folks. And let me hear from you, all right? Thank you, Pastor Jennings. Thank you, sir. All right. watching the fallen state we need your continued support donate to my nonprofit here subscribe and like the videos here and tell everybody and their mama about the show mm -hmm.